only thing we have to fear is fear itself. The National Weather Service has issued a severe thunderstorm warning. Welcome. To the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast, where prepping doesn't have to be complicated or expensive. Coming to you from a well-defended off-grid compound high in the mountains. Coming to you from his Florida room in Richmond, Virginia. Neither off-grid nor well-defended, unless you count as chickens and cats, here is your host, Keith. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast. My name is Keith, and this is episode 23. What a wild and wacky week it has been. Normally, I record and post a podcast on Sunday evening. I said to myself, self, the midterms, the midterm elections are not over. They're still counting ballots at that time in several states. We didn't know who was going to control the House or the Senate. So let me just go ahead and just and wait and let's see what happens. A couple more days. We'll give it a couple more days. Monday, I was tied up with family stuff. I'm like, okay, I'll do it Monday night. Well, it's kind of late. And then this whole missile thing broke Tuesday morning. For those who are not aware, a missile landed about 15 miles inside of Poland across the Polish-Ukrainian border. It hit a farm, grain silo, and killed two Polish citizens. Immediately, Zelensky comes out and blames Russia, saying this is a Russian missile that was part of this barrage of missiles that were launched about that same time, and the missile overshot its target, some Ukrainian city, and landed in Poland, killing these people. Immediately, the world and several world leaders are calling for Poland, a member of, the, uh, of NATO, to invoke Article 4 of the UN, the NATO Treaty. I want to say UN, the NATO Treaty, and then perhaps Article 5. Basically, Article 4 of the NATO Treaty says that, hey, I think we all need to get together, other NATO nations, and talk about what may have just happened. So that's pretty innocuous. So they all get together, who knows, some fancy club and nightclub or whatever in Switzerland or whatever. They get together in some lavish hotel somewhere and spend a lot of money. And they all chit-chat and whatever. Then there's Article 5. Now, if Article 5 is brought forward Basically, Article 5 says one, one attack or an, an attack on one NATO country means an attack on all NATO countries. So basically, if Russia attacks Poland, they've technically attacked all the other NATO countries. All the, all the other NATO countries get together and they go after Russia. And then I'm like, wait a second. So last night I'm like, I am going to hold off just a little bit longer because 
Something just doesn't seem right. Well, apparently there was a photographer that got to the scene fairly soon after the missile landed and caused all this damage, big crater in the ground and all that. And he, apparently he took a photo, some portion of the missile casing or whatever was still, was still visible. It had not you know, been disintegrated. And he determined that with the markings on it, that it was a Ukrainian missile. Well, some people didn't want to hear that. And after Zelensky came out, Russia said, whoa, 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 that's not our missile. Well, you'd expect Russia to say that. So everybody's like, well, it's a Russian missile and Putin's just lying, disinformation. And then it's like, well, hold on a second. Maybe, maybe it was a Ukrainian missile that was going to shoot down a Russian missile. And part of that Ukrainian missile, when it hit the Russian missile, spun out of control and landed in Poland and killed those two people. And it was an accident. And we're really sorry. Some people kind of bought that line for a while. And then late, late, late last night, three defense, Department of Defense um, intelligence analysts who, under the condition of anonymity, under the condition of anonymity, I can't even talk. Under the condition of being anonymous and not telling anybody who they are, said, no, we believe this was a, a Ukrainian missile all on its own that did its thing. No Russian missile. So everybody kind of globbed onto that and all the warmongers kind of settled down. And the uh, U.S. Uh, military industrial complex were like, well, crap. We were going to sell a bunch more missiles and a bunch more crap to other countries and make a bunch more money furthering this war. On a complete side note. Myself and a lot of other people here in the United States want the military aid, the money, the bajillions of dollars that we've sent to Ukraine to stop. Enough is enough. Our economy's in the tank. We're going to hell in a handbasket. Let's let other countries pick up the tab for once. We have stuff we need to take care of at home. People came out about the missile and said every missile and the propellant and the explosives all have a chemical signature, which is true. You can take a sample of you know, the explosive, the warhead part, the propellant, you run it through chemical tests. They can track that down all the way to the company that made it. When it was made, the chemical signature on almost anything, given enough time you know, and enough legwork, will reveal a lot about that particular item, in this case, a missile. So now NATO and Poland have all both come out and said, okay, it was not a Russian missile. It was a Ukrainian missile that was launched, that landed in Poland, complete accident. Everybody settled down. And as far as I, as I have gathered, Zelensky has not issued an apology. He's basically said, send us more money for more guns and tanks and stuff like that. However, I think the Ukrainians are, are making a pretty, you know, a, a pretty big dent uh, in the Russian army. And apparently they're taking back a lot of territory. So, again, you know, Putin was not lying in this particular case. The White House came out today and said, regardless of who the owner of the missile was and whose fault it was, 
we're still going to blame it on Russia. It's Russia's fault that the Ukrainian army launched a missile that went the other direction and hit some farm in Poland. Because I guess the whole thing is, if Russia was not at war with the Ukraine, then the Ukrainians would not have had a chance to launch a missile the wrong way and land on the people's farm in Poland. Talk about going around your elbow to get your butthole, but anyway, it's still Russia's fault, and Russia's like, whatever, which is the normal Russian propaganda, whatever. So we've got that going on. The midterms are over, I think. I don't know. There's a runoff in Georgia between Warlock, War, War, Warnock, Warlock, and Herschel Walker. Everybody's upset about all the other things. So the Republicans, I guess, get the House. They're not going to get the Senate. It's going to be gridlock. Welcome to Washington, D.C. Republicans uh, said they're going to launch investigations against the Biden family, his trips to China, all the money he and Hunter received, blah, 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 blah. It's fairly evident to me, at least, that, you know, improprieties, crimes were committed, whatever you want to call it, bribery, coercion, pay to play. But Mitch McConnell, uh, I guess, has been reelected as um, the head of the Republican Party in the Senate, the, the, the minority leader in the Senate. And he's in bed with the Democrats, so that's going nowhere. The UN apparently passed a sternly worded resolution that Russia is going to have to pay Ukraine reparations for all the damages that they have caused in the war. So good luck with that. I would love to see an itemized bill an invoice, if you will, that the UN is going to send Putin. I cannot wait to see the dollar figure that somebody in the UN is going to come up with. The U.S. economy, um, inflation apparently is not rising as fast as it has been. And apparently... The Biden administration has taken a victory lap on that. Inflation is still terrible, but what they're saying is it's not getting as bad as fast as it did last month. So I guess there's a silver lining in that somewhere if you look really hard. Price of gas has creeped up a little bit here in central Virginia, 360 a gallon up four, five, six cents. Price of diesel remaining fairly steady at $5.35 a gallon, $5.40 a gallon. The Fed is encouraged that inflation is growing slower than it normally is. And they're considering reducing the amount of interest rate hikes that are coming up. So the next hike, let's say, is three quarters of a point. They're like, eh, maybe a half of a point. But the rate, the rate increases, the interest rate increases are coming. They just may not, may not be as severe. Well, Janet Yellen, who ran the Fed for a while, so I don't know if she's a nobody now, but of course, you know, she gets an audience. She said that inflation is going to be around for more than a couple years. So thank you for that. 
Back to diesel fuel, no diesel shortage, plenty of diesel here in Central Virginia. So we're good there. Prices are high, but we have diesel. DeSantis won re-election as governor in Florida. And then Trump uh, promptly came out and started calling DeSantis and Governor Glenn Youngkin here in Virginia a bunch of silly names. So I guess we're back in middle school now calling each other names. I made butter over the weekend, I'll have you know. I took a bucket. I took a half gallon of heavy cream. And I went to Home Depot and bought a, a paint stir, paint stirrer for a five-gallon bucket. It's the thing you put on the end of a drill and you drop it like into a five-gallon bucket of paint, you know, instead of, you know, shaking it around, it mixes the paint, you know, uh, drywall, mud, whatever it happens to be. And I made butter. I made about three and a half pounds of butter in about 25 minutes. And I am damn proud of myself. There's the buttermilk that I gave to a coworker. Now, I must confess something to the four people that listen to my podcast on a weekly basis. Okay, it's more than four. If you were to ask me, Keith, where does butter come from? My brain would lock up. It's one of those things. I'm like, well, okay, there's milk, right? So a cow has something to do with it. But that's as far as I'd get. I had no idea that butter was heavy cream that you beat the hell out of for about 15 minutes and just like magic, boom, you've got butter. I'm like, how easy is this? An electric butter churn on Amazon, it's like $200. The manual butter churn, you know, the big square glass thing, the big handle, the little wooden paddles, that sort of thing, that's like 50 bucks. And you go to Home Depot, you can get the really nice paint stir for 10, and then you have some cheapies for five. But I, you know, I was I was kind of impressed with myself there. So last week there was a tornado outbreak in North Carolina and Virginia. I was at work and we had to shelter in place because of three tornadoes. Not a watch where conditions are favorable, but actual tornado warning. So tornadoes were spotted. The closest one to my work was about five miles away. So we sheltered in place just to be on the safe side. So from work, I checked my ring doorbell. And I get the chicken coop in the back. So, I, you know, turn on the chicken cam. All right, chickens are okay. They're a little wet, but they have a roof over their run. They're doing okay. Check by the garage, or I got leaves flying around. Everything, you know, seems to be still in my yard. And then I looked at the front door ring, ring doorbell cam. Now, I grew up in the Midwest in Hurricane Alley. I am very familiar with tornadoes. I've seen probably, when I was growing up, probably saw a dozen tornadoes. Unfortunately, got up close and personal to a couple of them, but saw several at a distance. There was a tornado on my ring doorbell camera. I could not believe it. This funnel cloud was doing its little spinny spin spin thing 
right now again it was probably a few miles from the house it's hard to judge a distance and i didn't like pull up the radar but i was absolutely floored i'm like please don't take out my house and my chicken coop so i did post the video on my uh, on my twitter like i said before i'm back on the twitter so it's i think it's the technical name is um prep underscore podcast but if you do a search of common sense practical prepper podcast it'll come up and it was funny i put it up there didn't hashtag anything i guess that's what you do on the twitter you hashtag things within about five minutes my son texts me and says hey can you call like mike jones with abc news at this number he wants to use your video and he he wants to give you credit for it which prompted several questions mike jones from abc news how did you get my son's phone number and to a lesser extent i didn't hashtag anybody and he got a hold of that so the shelter in place ended at work i looked at my my, uh, direct messages my dms i guess and he had dm'd me asking for permission so i said sure you have permission gave my name and then it just went bananas after that i had several messages emails twitter mentions um, several news agencies (laughs) reached out weather nation who i now follow on the twitter uh, they're like all weather all the time at weather nation so that you know they have weather all over the world you'll see a you see a tornado in central virginia and then their next feed is somebody you know caught in an avalanche in colorado so they're all over the place and i thought that was funny so i don't think that means it went viral how many times does your video have to be shared before it goes viral so i think i was less than viral on that but that was wild i'm like that's a tornado and it needs to stay away from my house and my chickens okay so that's my last five days in a nutshell for the most part so when we go back to the economy real quick and we'll talk about preps and what i've got going on i'm really kind of in a kind of in a lurch here as far as if i'm going to continue stocking up on my food canned food if i'm going to continue vacuum sealing a lot or i'm going to slow down a little bit i'm kind of you know i'm kind of stuck i I, you know with the economy and and you know going to other websites and stuff like that i know that the food shortage the 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 larger food shortage is not going to really take effect until next year because now we're eating last year's crops so this year's crops are you know in the can on the way to the cannery the factory and all that so we wouldn't be eating that until another four or five months down the road so my local costco is fully stocked my food lion my local walmart fully stocked i'm not seeing maybe a few things i'm not seeing as many of so i'm kind of i'm kind of going to hedge my bets and and take a, a, a detailed inventory this week. And I think I'm really going to narrow down my preps. I've got a, an item that I've ordered off of Amazon that I'm going to do a review. I think I promised you guys a review of the EcoFlow River 2 Max. 
Uh, I have put that through its paces, so I'm going to, let's see. So next week, yeah, next podcast, I'll do a review on the EcoFlow, EcoFlow River 2 Max. And then the podcast after that, this other little cool item that I actually saw on the Twitter, and I retwittered it and retreated it. I don't, I don't even know how, how this thing works. And I'm going to purchase that from Amazon. I don't know if I'm going to wait till Black Friday or Cyber Monday. It's not electronic, so it's certainly not going to be a Cyber Monday, you know, deal, but maybe a Black Friday. So that is what, uh, Thanksgiving's next week. Hello, here in the United States. How did that sneak up on us so quick? So inflation, prices are still up. Inflation will continue. It's slowed down a little bit, but I don't. I don't expect that really to, to mean a whole lot. I think inflation is going to keep on going. Some layoffs. Um, Amazon um, has laid off about 10,000 associates, 10,000 employees. Most of them are in the corporate environment as well as the, um, I guess, the teams that work on devices. So like a, an Amazon device is like Alexa, the uh, Echo and stuff like that, the Echo Show, Echo Dot. And all the other things Amazon has. So there's teams that work on all these devices. So they're not moving forward with these projects. So those folks are being laid off, unfortunately. Um, Oracle laid off a bunch of people. Intel is, is getting set to, uh, to lay off a bunch of folks. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit, it's kind of concerning or a little bit disturbing when you have so many of these large companies laying off quite a few people. Of course, there's the Twitter and Elon Musk firing a whole boatload of folks, making everybody come back to the office and work. So we're going to see how this plays out. But it's the holiday season. So, you know, Amazon, Walmart, Target, and all the other retail stores, you would expect them to do the bulk of their sales here in the next, you know, six, seven weeks. However, with the economy, a lot of people are still tightening, you know, their fiscal belts, if you were. And I don't think a lot of folks are going to be spending as much as they did in the last couple of years. I know I'm not. Um, I'm really, you know, trying to keep an eye on the budget, not going to eat out at lunch, not going to eat lunch out, going to bring my lunch, save a few dollars, and I'm going to kind of keep track of that on a, uh, a dry erase board. I'm going to kind of just keep track on how much money. I think I'll kind of surprise myself at the, at the end of the month of how much money I've actually saved. So I'll keep an I might I might keep a tally and let you all know, you know, during each podcast. Oh, I saved, you know, thirty dollars this week, twenty dollars this week. You know, at work like a sandwich, you know, out of the little kiosk and a soda sometimes run seven or eight dollars and they're not the sandwiches are not very good. And I really don't have time to run down the street. If I run down the street and get a burger or run over to a Mexican restaurant after tip, that could cost twelve, fourteen, fifteen dollars easy. So going to pack some sandwiches, and uh, I'm going to keep a running tally on how much I'm going to save. So I owe you guys next time a review on the EcoFlow River 2 Max. And then the following podcast, I'm going to review this cool handy-dandy thing I saw on the Twitter that I've ordered. Well, I'm going to wait and see if we can do a, a Black Friday sale. If not, I'll just go ahead and order it. I'm not sure if it's going to go on sale or not. Again, folks, check out my Twitter if you want to see that video. I don't, I don't really like tweet a lot or do a lot of re retweets. 
anything I retweet, um, I kind of verify what it is first because, you know, with Trump announcing his, his run again in 2024 and everybody just going bananas over that. And a lot of people, and that's the bad thing about social media, a lot of people jump to conclusions so quickly. Within an hour or two of that missile hitting that farm in Poland, we got, this is World War Three and the doom and gloom and the doom scrolling and those YouTube content providers that I refuse to watch or even give a click to, I can't even imagine the headlines that they were salivating. As soon as they found out that a missile that could have been Russian hit Poland, I bet you they were just salivating, you know, it's begun. Run to your bunker before it's too late. And then please go to my website and buy all my stuff because if you don't, you'll end up dead. I don't get it. I took a very measured approach to the missile thing, held off for uh, 36 hours or so. And it's really, I don't want to say it's a bunch of nothing, but it certainly was not the beginning of World War III like everybody wanted to think initially. So cooler heads have prevailed. Somebody didn't get the football, you know, the Biden carrier, whoever carries the football for Biden and they hit the little code buttons and, you know, we got World War III and missiles flying through the air. So thank goodness everybody kind of, you know, took a step back and said, let's wait and, you know, let's wait and get some facts. All right, folks, please, please reach out if you have uh, any questions, any suggestions, or if anybody, uh, there's any businesses or companies out there that would like me to review one of their products, you can certainly uh, get a hold of me. My uh, email address is practicalpreppodcast at gmail.com. I believe that's like in the bottom of the show notes or whatever they call it. Go check out my Twitter. Check out the tornado that's running through my front yard. And as always, be safe, take care of one another, And until next time. Thanks for listening to the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, help spread the word by leaving a rating and review. 